What's going on, everybody? And welcome to a very special edition of the R&R Pot of Film. We are kicking off Star Wars month. We're, we, are, we are weeks away, days away, actually. We're days away from Rise of Skywalker. But we're going to start this thing off right with the first... We're, we're going to do this in chronological order. We're going we're gonna to do it from the first movie to the last one. And then we're going to review Revenge or uh, Revenge of the Skywalker. It's the, <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker. Um, and it's going to be fun. I'm Glenn Rodriguez, and always with me is Mr. Cody Repass. How you doing, buddy? Is the Force strong right now? The Force is always strong, but I am so ready for Rise of Skywalker. I am so ready to talk all the Star Wars movies. There's some stinkers, but... You gotta sift through some shit to get to the good stuff. So that, it's that's Star all Wars, I'm man. Say. It's <laughs> yeah. Star Wars, and it's all that matters. So yeah. we're gonna talk about the first one, Episode One, The Phantom Menace, uh, which came out in 1999, right before the turn of the millennia. Um, and I remember when I saw it, what see it day one was standing up for most of the time because the 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 theater oversold, and I just stood there and watched the movie, and it was amazing. Um, but uh, Let's start with it. So um, this movie stars uh, Liam Neeson, Ewan McGregor, Natalie Portman, Jake Lloyd, Ian McDermott, Anthony Daniels, Kenny Baker, and Frank Oz. And obviously the first movie here is about meeting Anakin Skywalker for the first time and and getting introduced into this world of politics all of a sudden and, uh, and a lot of a lot of different a lot of different things to start off here with with this first movie compared to the older films but um overall man like this movie isn't as bad as people i think i'm still oh, trying it, to f- it's overhated it, it's it's absolutely overhated i mean there's people that absolutely will rip this movie to shreds same with episode two but I I don't know. After rewatching it, there is some redeeming qualities for for the Phantom Menace. I I enjoyed it more. I actually raised my grade on it than I had uh, after the rewatch. So I, it's not a good score. <laughs> I'll go ahead and tell you that right now. But it's still it there there's some redeeming quality. So we'll start with you. What what's a positive that you that you took out of the Phantom Menace? Um. We get to learn about Mr. Palpatine, Mr. Sheev, the man, Mr. Palps, the the do it man. I, I have so many nicknames for this MFR, and I love him. And I love Ian McDermott. And it, to find out more about him as a senator on the boo um, is just really cool to see. Uh, I love that character. I've read the book of him, how he, uh, you know, was trained um by mr plagueis dark plagueis the wise and i love we'll talk about more about all the meme fantastic things that come out of revenge of our our revenge or is it revenge of the sith yeah yeah so, yeah okay yeah, i i sometimes i forget the names because i'm so hyped um but <laughs> i love getting to know more about where palpatine came from and and find out what happened with him before he became the em- the emperor that we all know and love so it was really cool to see him in this uh and not to mention the the comeback of george lucas and and you know being um behind a star wars movie again i am going to get controversial right out of the gate I I enjoy the race sequence. 
I, I know a lot of people, it's CGI'd out. They don't like it. I really like it. That's my favorite part of the movie. So, uh, unfollow, unlike, <laughs> get oh, rid of our pod, whatever. I'm going to top uh, you. It's okay. I, I really, really enjoy the race sequence. Uh, I mean, bless his heart, little Jake Lloyd, uh, he gets picked on and for everything and picked apart for his role in this movie. But I, I really like that race sequence. It just the way it flows and they actually shot it and used the CGI well, in my opinion, for when you watch the other parts of the movie, there's some parts of the CGI that just looks terrible. Uh, but for me, the race sequence is is easily my my favorite moment of this movie. Yeah, the race sequence is hype. And I remember watching that as a kid. I was in seventh grade in 1999. So, like, um, I was still a child, man. It was still still a little kitty growing up. Um, uh, oh, dude, I, I got I was nine, eight or nine. I can't remember what uh, when in 99 it came out. Uh, but my dad bought me the pod racer game for the Nintendo 64. Oh man. I used to be elite at that game. Now I played it like four months ago at a friend's house who has a 64. Dude, I can't play that game. Like I, I'm the worst. Like I, I crash in, within like 15 seconds. <laughs> it happens, man. I, I need to, I used to play that game too. I like the one that was in the arcade, um, that they had the pod yeah. racing game in the arcade. Yep. Um. All right. So you went controversial. I guess I'll go and top your controversial. Um, Jar Jar Binks don't bother me. As a matter of fact. Oh it, my god. I, as so, I'm gonna say this off the top. Star Wars is a kids thing. It always has been a kids thing, and always will be a kids thing. So I get to gripe with a lot of adults that I hate Jar Jar Binks because it's like, okay, what is this character? This is this is dumb. But if you think about it and you look into the lens of it being a kid's character, then it makes a lot more sense. And I, I, I like how goofy and like, you know, stumbled he is. And like he added, he, he ends up being the hero because he's just so clumsy. And I really like that, that part of the story. I think it was something different. I like the risk that they took. And I think, um, you know, Ahmed Best did the best he could with the material he was given. He's a funny guy. And I feel bad for a lot of the hate that he's gotten, you know, to the point where he was going to commit suicide. And I, I felt bad when, you know, um, I, I heard those stories and just like, people are just really hardcore, like hating on this character. And I get like, they don't have to like it. It's fine. Like he but would you agree. Don't have to attack someone's like personal well being, like that. I'll never understand that. That's ridiculous. It's not like they wrote their own, uh, they wrote their own script and got to say what they wanted. That's it's ridiculous, and it and it happens even more nowadays. Like, I, I, I uh, that that makes my blood boil thinking about that dumb stuff. Yeah, well, and it happened to Kelly Marie Tran who played Rose. Like, she deleted social media because it was so bad because people are just assholes, and um, that's. See, that's the, the, the toxic side of fandom, man. Like, people are so hardcore in love with these things, which is cool, but you can't take it as seriously as they do because, like, they'll start arguments, they'll threaten to kill you, you know? They'll, they'll, yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. 
it's good. it's all subjective your opinion doesn't it doesn't top someone else's opinion um but i was a fan of jar jar binks and i still am he doesn't bother me like i've seen wor- far worse characters in film that people <laughs> like so like you know um you know, people like the first two Thor movies. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> well, I mean, just like we said, you, I, I started controversially. You topped it. I will I will give you that. Delete me uh, off I your friends list. I don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> I have no more positives to say about this movie. Uh, I'm going straight into the mixed. And I have a couple. It, it doesn't just dive right into the hellhole that is the bad part of this movie. Uh there are times where I think Jake Lloyd uh, is is good. I I don't think they were given enough for this movie. When you when I watched it, all the characters when they're talking, they're talking just to talk. There's there's no emphasis or anything or any excitement or fear or anything in their voice it's all just monotone and they just don't care they're just reading lines straight from a script and yeah jake lloyd does the same thing he's a child but i thought he in more scenes than not he was more than than decent uh, and he gets just crapped over on this movie like that's all they talk about is how bad he is and there, there's yeah, there's some scenes where this the material that he was given is bad and he makes it worse. But that's nothing to just hate on him for. I I think he's one of the strongest parts of this movie. I mean, the movie is centered around him, but I I thought he was a lot better than people give him credit for. I can agree to that. Um. I guess I'll, I mean, I have a few more positives, but like, it's just like, I mean, I want to kind of get into the stuff that I, I feel like could use a lot of work, but this is just, you know, like all this stuff is subjective, but like, just real quick shout outs to Ewan McGregor, you know, um, Liam Neeson, um, Natalie Portman, so on and so forth. Like, you know, I was, it was cool seeing those characters. Um, like Obi-Wan as a youngster and, you know, Qui-Gon, I really think Qui-Gon's character, um, you know, uh, I wish we got to know more about Qui-Gon, but you can find that in like canon stories and books and stuff if you like to read. And I do, I'm a, I'm a book, I'm a book, uh, uh, worm. So, I mean, I just picked up a Kenobi book tonight from the library and, uh, Tarkin, cause I've been meaning to read Tarkin, um, cause Grandma of Tarkin rules. Um, <laughs> Oh, so where should I begin with some of the stuff I don't like? Um, I wanted to start <laughs> off with the, from like right off the bat with, with um, I guess George Lucas, man. Like I love him. He's a genius. No one he he created this world, and we owe everything to him for a lot of things that we like. Indiana Jones, Willow, things like that. Labyrinth. He was the executive producer on, um, you know, and all that good stuff. But I think he didn't direct his what he wrote the way it probably should have like you said some of the performances you know that's not the actor's fault that's what they were given you know some actors yes you can blame them but like i feel like a lot of the delivery and stuff could have been caught more and i think the pacing of the movie it was a it, i feel like there was even a scene 
in the making of this movie where they watch it cut and they're like, well, this needs a lot of work, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I just think that there was a lot to this movie um, that could have been changed just a little bit and we would probably would have gotten better, a better movie. And I think that starts with the, you know, direct the direction of um, George Lucas, because you gotta, you gotta remember he only directed the first star Wars. He have only directed three movies, like three feature films before he did um, the star, the, the, the prequel trilogy. He did THX one, one, three, eight American graffiti, which is also a, a, a great, a great classic film and a new hope. Um, so i don't know i just did, yeah did you know that he only made eight foot tall set pieces no i did not know that they had two different set pieces everything every like 90 percent of this movie was shot on a blue or green screen mm. I, I think that's what made all of our actors and actresses seem like they didn't care because they couldn't even get into their character because they're literally standing in front of a, a, a screen that they're not in an environment where they feel it so there's only so much they can do uh but yeah supposedly set pieces were anywhere from seven to eight feet tall jeez yeah it just uh, that a, makes abysmal. sense that makes sense oh yeah 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 because like, go ahead sorry no no go ahead okay so you know when I so I made a few short films. I I made a really shitty feature film. I am not ashamed to admit it. It's it's a learning game. Um, but when you're surrounded by a real life set piece and like a real location, you can get into the character more because not only are you the actor, but the setting around you acts as uh, as part of the movie. It's the feel where you're at. Like if you're standing on the green screen on a downstage and you're just like you have to like go really hardcore into your character it it's not going to come off genuine you know and like that's why i mean i get why cgi is you need it but i still think cgi is used way too much and it's used as a crutch where you can pull out real um set pieces and locations and you could put a little cgi but use real set locations man like that's why i love what they're doing with the new series uh with the mandalorian with with the new you know trilogy and so on and so forth like we're getting real locations yes there's a lot of cgi in it but like most of it is real locations practical effects so on and so forth yeah and i'm gonna get right back into my mixed aspect and I almost had this as a positive because I love the character uh, of Darth Maul. He's one of my favorite villains in the Star Wars franchise. But it's a mixed because they use him so poorly. And obviously, we're going to talk spoilers during this because if you're listening to our Star Wars franchise <laughs> reviews, you've obviously seen the movies. You're obviously excited. So, uh, and his death was a complete waste like I, I i don't know um it just makes me mad that's why it's mixed i i thought he what he was given i thought he was really great but it's a mix due to the way they treated his character oh yeah no that's if i have something scathing to say about this film and this is probably the biggest thing is one of the coolest looking villains we have in the in 
in all of Star Wars. He's got the cool double bladed uh, lightsaber. He's a Sith. He's got freaking horns on his head. Yeah, man. He is the epitome of what a villain should be. And Ray Park plays him so perfectly, you know, um, the martial arts background he has and everything, just the way the style of, you know, fighting is. Uh, man, it, it's so great. And then he dies so, like, it's just Abruptly, sad. Just, it's a waste. How How is he a Sith? A Sith Lord at that. And he he gets, like, joked. Oh well, uh, well maybe Obi Wan yeah. is just better, and we all we, we kind of figured that he's just he's Obi Wan. But like like but still, he could have gotten away. I'm so happy they brought him back in the new canon. Um, he he yeah, does. They had to. I mean, he does. <laughs> he does end up dying again, but in such a better and 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 such a cooler way. And he dies in Rebels. So if you if you're into Star Wars and you have Disney Plus, go watch that show because it's awesome. It's a cartoon, but it's fantastic. So much lore, so much just knowledge into that that show. You'll love it. Um, Ashoka is one of the best characters ever, just to say. Um, but you find you you get to find out why you know um, Maul's back and like I mean he's also in Solo, which kind of ties into like him being alive around that time, which is so cool. But like. He does come back, and the way he dies is great. And it is by the hands of Obi-Wan Kenobi, but that's all I'll tell you because it's it's a cool little scene. But um, they had to bring him back because he's literally the coolest coolest villain they have besides, of course, Vader and, and, and Emperor Palpatine. But, um, yeah, just... I was I was so sad that he died. Like I felt bad, like walk, walking into the theater, and I still feel bad every time I watch it, even though I know he's, he's alive in a new canon. Yeah, I... I have no more mix to talk about. I'm going straight into the bad. And you may like Jar Jar Binks. I do not. Uh, God, I hate this character. I really do. Every time he was on screen, I wanted to like plug my ears. Uh, but I'm not going to get into that because that's been like beat by a horse. The horse is dead. It's been dead for years. But we're still beating that drum uh, that... Nobody really likes Jar Jar Binks. I I guess excluding you. I mean, that, that, I'm I'm happy for you if you if you like Jar Jar Binks. That's that's good. I'm glad you can find some enjoyment out of it. I'll uh, give you some. I'll give you a piece of mind now. <laughs> I'll give you a piece of mind because in one I forget what book it is. I think it's the aftermath, the first aftermath book that came out. Um, correct me if anyone out there listening to this is into the lore and read the books that started coming out when. Um, the Force Awakens came out or was about to come out. There's a there's an excerpt in a book about a Gungan who's a clown that is like kind of like basically homeless, but he's like a clown and he gets made fun of. And they allude to it being someone who used to be in power or someone who used to be like high up in the government, the old the old republic, or not the old republic, but the old uh, um, you know, yeah, I guess the new republic or whatever. Um, and it alludes to being Jar Jar Binks, so that's and and it made me feel so sad that that's how the character ends up. But like he did, kind of was his fault that the Empire came to be. I mean, he was manipulated, obviously, but like it was kind of his fault too. <laughs> so just the yeah. piece of mind, he he does end up the way I think a lot of people, you know, would be happy because they don't like him. That they ends up as you know the laughing stock of wherever he is. So. um it is what it is. It happened, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll move on. 
<laughs> yeah, I can take solace in that. Uh, my other just glaring weakness for this movie is there's no real main character. It, it can't be Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's barely in the movie. Uh, or he's relegated to a lot of side work. Uh, it can't be Anakin Skywalker because I, I think they want it to be him, but I just don't feel like he is. I guess uh, it's uh, Qui-Gon. I, 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 but there, it, it doesn't do anything that like says it is. I don't know. There's just no real main character in this movie, and it drives me up the wall. Like, there's got to be someone that your main focus on, and I know everyone's gonna point at Anakin, but I, I just I never viewed him as the main character of this movie. You know, to come to think of it, that makes a lot of sense. That it would be uh, Qui Gon. Yeah, I would think it's Qui Gon, and like maybe Queen Amidala, because like. You're dealing with the takeover of her planet by the Trade Federation, so like, it's yeah. I guess I guess Qui Gon being the main Jedi character that we follow, that like because it's his his idea to train the kid, and you know Obi Wan's like I don't think you should do this. This is this is stupid. Like, um, <laughs> like Qui. I mean Obi Wan knew like there was definitely conflict in this dude and his kid, and already showing shades of like you know what was to come. But um, you know I I like I. I actually enjoyed that dynamic between them two, like kind of like why we should we do this? I don't like this, and um, you know I. But I agree, like there really isn't like someone that we focus on. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> it is the Phantom Menace. Uh, I will never forget uh, what Anakin says to Padme. Like the first words that he speaks to her is when he says, "Are you an angel?" Like, that that kid, like, shot his shot immediately. Like, he saw that girl, and he was like, bet. <laughs> <laughs> One day, I'm going to be marrying you. Um, and then I'm going to choke you out because I'm an asshole. But uh, uh, we'll get to that movie. Um, I'm excited about that. It's my favorite of the of the trilogy, of the prequel trilogy. Yeah, um, yeah it, it's not that hard to be. But that movie, that movie gets a lot more hate than it probably should as well. Oh, it's 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 got the worst writing in all of history. Like in the, especially in the beginning part, some of the stuff that they have to say, like I but just that third act. Oh, Ooh. it rules, dude! It rules, and just as I mean, the second and third act are the best. The first act is just like it's, it's some cool like visuals and stuff, but like it's fast forward worthy. Oh man, like someone <laughs> just to give you a preview. If you if you even haven't seen it, but if you have, just to give you a preview, of what we'll talk about it. Ray shields ray shields like just some of the shit that they say and it's just so not <laughs> genuine like oh my god uh, i'm excited so but, what, um, what, do you, what do you what do you score the phantom menace i'm gonna give it a six i'm gonna give it over a five i'm gonna give it a six it's definitely got weaknesses but i uh i'll save the lower score for the next one we'll talk about <laughs> i'm giving it a two damn out of five wow a two out of five. Oh, two no, out of two five out of ten. okay a two out of five. So out of five if we're going out of ten, we're we're saying it's a four. It's a oh. four out of ten or a two out of five. Uh man. I I hate that we're we had to that we have to start with Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. But as soon as we get these first two out of the way, we're go we're gonna start that steady climb and we're gonna have some fun with the rest of them. I mean, 
like we've said, it's Star Wars. You have to take the good with the bad. Uh, some stuff that you or I may like or not like, other people's may or other people, other people's, <laughs> other people may love. And I mean, if if you love this movie, I'm super happy for you. If you don't like it and you don't want to watch it, then that's fine too. I know a lot of people just kind of disregard this movie in the second movie and just go right into Revenge of the Sith and that's cool because that movie's awesome. There you go. So did you guys like this movie? Did you guys hate this movie? Let us know in Twitter or in chat if you join the Patreon. Our Twitter is RR uh, Film Pod. Hit us up. Talk to us about Star Wars. We love Star Wars. Star Wars is the greatest. Um, tell them about Patreon. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com backslash rr film pod for as little as one dollar we've got a few different tiers at one dollar five dollar ten dollar and twenty dollar uh you get all kinds of stuff and once we reach ten count them ten patrons we are going to live com all in one sitting all of the purge franchise oh that sounds like just a wonderful time. <laughs> There's only but, uh, four of them. That's not that bad. I know, but that's that's at least like six hours. Nah, I'm just, gonna need like I'm gonna need like some beer and some pizza to, to watch to, those to sit through. But yeah, and and when we say uh, live like live stream. Technically, it's not gonna be live where you can watch it as we watch it. But we are going to record our faces as we watch it together but not together because we don't live close enough to watch it together uh but it's gonna be cool once we get 10 patrons uh and then like just just to hang out like we're gonna have uh awesome new merch coming out so go to our merch store at represent.com backslash store backslash rr film pod you can get new merch it's christmas season christmas time's coming maybe you want to buy your significant other i would definitely buy your significant other a r&r film pod shirt that that's a great christmas present i uh i think that's a good idea um i think you should buy all the shirts for your significant other i think that's a very good gift they would be very appreciative and if they're not then they're not worth it that's that's as, as simple as that yeah i mean if if they don't want that shirt then uh get it in your size and then you can wear it exactly i agree i agree for uh that's it for us for this one yeah um, yeah we're we're done with this one Woo, one, one down one to go this was a 30 minute episode i love it so uh just just so you know if you if you don't remember i'm glenn rodriguez and i'm cody repass and you can find this episode early on patreon if not you're gonna hear this on december 8th or 9th or 10th or 11th let's see uh, it is going to come out on the 10th, so you're going to hear it on December 10th. I love it. I love it. So that is it for us. We'll see you. May the force be with you. Always and forever. <laughs>